Welcome back, everybody. The Pivot Podcast. Happy Pivot Day. This is episode 17. Woohoo! Season two, the one where Eddie moves in. Yay! Um, okay, we have some things to chat about. Some things. First, I need a rage update. A pregnancy rage update. I think I think I'm doing better. I don't find <laughs> I, this microphone is fucking pissing me off. <laughs> oh no, so the chill. rage is back. No, it I think I'm good. I think we were just having like a ragey week. And you know. Yeah. I think I'll always, I always have some level of rage inside. <laughs> it's just the Italian fire. It's, yes. It's not as prominent this week. That's good. You know, I was laughing, listening to last week. Just She's like, so- wow, <laughs> she was really on one. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> just kidding. Well, good. I'm glad. Okay. So I want to talk about this and I know that it's silly. And I know that most people know like what's happened. Okay, so the Roman Empire. Okay, this this viral trend of asking. It's on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, t- yes, on TikTok, asking your significant other. Usually, this is in like asking your male significant other how often they think about the the Roman Empire. Yeah. So it's like basically a bunch of women on TikTok realized that men think about the Roman Empire a lot. <laughs> Okay, I just, which I just think is really funny that like I want to know so much like how did they come to this? Like why specifically the Roman Empire? Like I just have so many questions about how this started. Well, I don't know exactly how it got started on TikTok, but I think it was just one of those trends that like went rampant. Yeah. But when you think about it, it makes sense. And just stay with us here cuz I okay. know this is silly and it's TikTok, but it's fucking funny. So the Roman Empire is like responsible for a bunch of shit. Right. Well, yeah, it lasted like, forever too. Well, it just like roads, aqueducts, sanitations, uh, surgery tools, C sections, like philosophy. I think astro- philosophy is the Greeks. Oh, never mind. So sorry. No, that astronomy and philosophy are Greeks. So sorry. So, <laughs> See, I shouldn't talk about things. I don't know. And so, like, I think it's just like when you actually look around, there's so many things that like the Roman Empire invented, like the 365 day calendar, like so many things. And so apparently like you apparently guys just think about these things because there's so many triggers. What? So I asked Graham, I was like, Graham, how much often do you think about the Roman empire? And he's like, he gave me this look. He was like, did he know about the trend? No. Okay, great. No. He's like probably three to four times a week. What? But it makes sense that you have to know who he is. He is a huge, first of all, he loves the Roman empire. Okay. He is obsessed with, um, oh fuck. What is the building in Rome where it's the circle and it's got the hole in the middle? Oh, the Pantheon. Uh, yes, 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 yes. He's obsessed with the Pantheon because one of the things Roman empire is responsible for is cement. And oh. so the fact that they were able to build things with cement and not have them break down as they were, was super puzzling. And they discovered that it's because they would inject, they would put mixed lime in with the cement so that when it rained, it just solidified even more. Whoa. So this is the shit that he thinks about. (laughs) He knows this. Like he's telling me this as I'm asking him, like, how often do you think about the Roman empire? And this is why he thinks about them three to four times a week. Oh my God. He's a huge history nerd, specifically loves European history, specifically loves the Romans. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
That is really funny. So I did the same thing and I asked my husband, Paul, and he said, he looked at me crazy too. He didn't know what the trend was. And I was really glad because I didn't want him to like for that to change his answer. But he goes twice a year, maybe. Yeah. So same thing. But his grand was like, I can't believe Paul only thinks about the Roman empire twice a year. Now here's, <laughs> here's my argument though. Okay. So also we're both huge history buffs. I love history. I think it's amazing. So we listen to Dan Carlin who does, um, hardcore history. It's a podcast and it's great for road trips if you guys need one, but we, I, I don't like, I don't oh, want to listen to that stuff. Give it to Graham then. It'll, it'll put you to yeah. sleep, I bet. Yeah, probably. But we listened to this one-on-one road trip for Genghis Khan. And oh, I, pretty interesting. I was hooked. And so like, we'll talk about the Mongol empire every now and then. So I bet you if I had asked him about Genghis Khan mm. and the Mongols, he probably would have said like around once a week. But is that because they like the thing with the Roman empire is there's so many inventions that we use every day right now that I mm-hmm. think trigger the mind. Yeah. There's I, may not be as many inventions, but there's a lot of like societal things that, the Mongols and like Genghis Khan and that whole empire kind of created. It's a lot more to do with like politics and like land and the way that mm. like society was kind of established. It's, it's really interesting, but yeah, I I'm going to go back and ask him now. Cause I really want to know how often he thinks about that. Cause I think that might yeah. be his ticket. Well, it's kind of like now, like what is your Roman empire? I asked my brother cause I was curious and he's oh, yeah. like, huh, we were talking about this today. It didn't change his answer. He's like, I, I'd say twice a month. That's crazy. What What is your Roman Empire? I'm so curious. I was trying to think about this, what my Roman Empire is. And Graham, when I was, Graham was trying to help me, I think Paris is one. I definitely think about Paris a lot. Interesting. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> I definitely think about Taylor Swift at least once a week, if not every day. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Um, She's the songbird of our generation. And I'm trying to think anything else. But yeah, that's the whole thing of like, what are, what is, what's a woman's Roman empire? Titanic has been thrown around pretty popular. I could see it. I would say mine would be World War II. You think about World War II? Often. Really? I guess, especially with like the recent current events with Ukraine. Yeah, that. And so, well, my grandma grew up in Germany in World World War II Germany. Now, are you seeing World War II or Holocaust or both? Both. Both. Because Holocaust is up there also as for some women. Right. Well, because it's it's all interconnected, right? Yeah. You know, I don't really know if the Holocaust can really be separated from World War II, but like World War II would probably be looking at things outside Mm -hmm. of like the genocide that happened. But I also just uh, finished reading Nightingale a few months ago. I heard that's good. Oh, mm, I cried. It's on my, it's on my, um, Goodreads want to read list. Kristen Hanna is an amazing writer and she did a great job, but it's about France in world war two and the Nazis and their occupation of France, which I hadn't really learned a lot about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I would say, I think of world World war two a lot actually. (laughs) So that's kind of funny. Okay. And that, and, really really into like decluttering and home organization and minimalism i would say that's on my mind every day right now Mm -hmm. but because this is newer this is a newer thing right then the last like six months to a year maybe okay so yeah yeah long-term world war ii but interesting now i'm gonna go ask like like people think about it's i just think it's funny that like a group of men think about the roman empire at least like once a week like it's just funny it's so funny 
it's kind of part of that like whole monoculture. Mono we don't really have a lot. Like when Game of Thrones was super popular, mm. when Marvel, like um, Avengers, Infinity War and Endgame were happening, like kind of like the things that we all talk about, like the fucking submersible. Like, oh, yes. there's certain things that bring like a monoculture together. And it's like, it's so interesting. Yeah, it really this is. This is one that's just been skating by. It really has, it's, but it's like been simmering on the surface. Like, I mean, it is stupid when you think about it, but like, it's funny. It is funny. Like I find it funny and I find it funny that people answer and they're like, Oh yeah. Like once a week. And they think that that's normal. Right. When I'm like, why? I don't know. Maybe it is normal. Well, and now like because of Grammy, I think about these fuckers. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, maybe we should uh, do some historical research so and I funny. can just learn something. I, like I mean, it. I learned quite a bit when I was Googling for them, like just all the shit they've done. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to look into it. Did you know that they, they basically fell cause they got too big. Yes. Because they couldn't support the infrastructure that they had created. And there was, they were so like, he's grandma's like, they're basically like from like the Eastern point of Russia all the way over to like, it's crazy. You know, what's weird. Like, oh my God. Now I'm really, now I'm going to get into this. I'm like not conspiracy theorist kind of I am, but like not majorly. Now I'm going down that route. What if America is the Roman empire that got too big and it can't support itself? You know, there's actually a book that Graham just read. It's called, are we Rome? Oh, <gasps> really? And it's, I think it's a little kind of kooky. Mm. Um, you might not like it. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a very similar, similar premise. Ooh, Paul might like it though. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll talk to you about it off air, but it, it could be, I, it's got some interesting concepts, but I think also the guy that wrote it is kind of like, like ancient aliens kind of. I don't know that, what ancient aliens is. Oh my God. Have you never seen that show? No. If nothing, you just have to watch it for the comedic effect of this one guy and his crazy ass hair. But they like explain how like the pyramids were created by aliens or like just like all of these big events. And like they, yeah. they try to make sense of how it's really aliens that have created this oh my stuff. God. You need to watch just, just for the comedy of it. But like, so yeah. So like the book, I think the book, it, a lot of its principles are bringing it back to the Roman empire, which is, oh, they might see today. Okay. Side note, didn't they find aliens? Like they've been hiding aliens. Was it in New Mexico? They found those bones. Yes. And then who, what, uh, country just came out and was like, here is the alien that we have found. And they had it on display. Did you was see that? India? Was it India? I thought it was an Eastern country it, it is. for us. It is. And I just can't remember if it was India. I, I want to say it's India now that you said that. But yeah, it was just like, here, here is said alien. And we have it on yeah. display. I'm just such, I like, I don't believe anything. So you I'm don't just believe like, in aliens? I do believe in aliens, but oh. I'm just like, I don't, do I believe that you're the only, like that you found? I don't know. I don't know. But it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Who knows? It's exciting. I'll, I will tell you, Aaron Rodgers really believes in aliens. If you haven't watched Hard Knocks. What? Dude, you got to watch Hard Knocks. If not, There is something missing behind Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' eyes. Behind behind the curtains, there's just they're, like a, a... They're like, there's something missing. It's they're just glazed over. Yeah. Have you noticed that? A little bit. It's kind of like he's just got this blank stare and it's just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Sort of. He's really rich. He's fine. So, okay. I'm so excited. Okay. The Downton Abbey epidemic in my house. Oh, what is the, 
Okay. okay. So last week we were talking about what's on our content plate. And then off air, I was talking to Tiana and I was like, I've never watched Downton Abbey. She's like, you got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Talk to my sister. She's also a huge, like huge fan of period historical shows. fiction, historical fiction, pride and prejudice is her favorite book. She loves it. So she's like, you got to watch it. So I hurt my back mm-hmm. on Saturday. So I'm laid up all weekend and I'm like, this would be a great time to binge watch Downton Abbey. It would. Downton Abbey is six seasons long. I It is Wednesday today. I just started season five this morning. See? It's good. It is so good. Isn't it so good? The fashions are amazing. It's like early okay, 1900s. Spoil, spoiler alert. Just if you don't, if you want to watch it, it's it's been out. So fuck off if you're. Don't tell mad. me the ending. I'm not going to tell you the ending. Okay. But like, weren't you so shocked when like Matthew died? Oh my God. I was absolutely in shock, and I, but I knew it. I knew it when they had him going in the car and it was yeah. going fast. It was like, nope, this fucker's going to die. I'm like, they're too happy. I Googled and it's basically because he wanted to go work on other projects. Oh, so they had to like kill him off. Asshole. I was really sad. I was very sad. It's, it is a really good show. And I will say I have been a huge fan of Maggie Smith since yeah. Hook, since I watched a little, the little garden, the British the version garden? or secret garden, little garden, little princess <laughs> secret garden. Same, same. Um, but I watched the secret garden as a kid, the one that she's in mm-hmm. and that one. Oh, I just, I, I've loved her since. Yeah. So she's fabulous. Um, have you seen the movies yet? No. Oh, and I will say when we, my sister and I took a trip in 2018 to the UK. So we did England, Ireland, Scotland and she was on a huge Outlander mm. down Abbey kick. Mm-hmm. I had not watched either of these shows at the time. So we're going to these castles and they're beautiful. And she's like, this is where they filmed this. And I'm like, I don't know right. any of this. Now I'm watching fucking Downton Abbey. And I'm like, I went to that castle. Oh, you recognize ah. these things. Mm-hmm. That's great. So it was pretty cool. I personally think that Downton Abbey is better than Outlander. Ooh. Um, I, I like... Like I could, I could watch Downton Abbey over and over and over again. Like, I don't think after this watch, I will watch Outlander again. It's just too slow. It is much slower than Downton Abbey. I will say. And it's just not as interesting in my opinion. It's what was really hard. I think was with Outlander, the time frame, like the, the, the time that they're in, I didn't connect with as much as I connect with Downton Abbey. Yeah. Because it's, you know, starts off with the Titanic sinking. That's mm-hmm. how Downton Abbey starts. So yeah. it's like 1912, you know, you, you kind of get into the 20s. I'm only into the 20s right now. It's like mm-hmm. flappers and prohibition and like all of that kind of cool stuff. I, Has I, M- Mary cut her hair yet? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. No. But it, it definitely is like, oh, wait, no, she did cut her hair. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, she, and they were like, oh, that's, that's very... Uh, fashion forward they talk Mm -hmm. a lot about things being modern yeah so it's really interesting i i i really like it you love it i do i'm addicted so that's why it's an epidemic it is an epidemic (laughs) all right so the reason we're here friends the one where eddie moves in so our writer is adam chase which i think we've seen some stuff from him we've seen him and then our director is Michael Lembeck, same as last time. We've seen him. So two back-to-back for Michael Lembeck. Mm-hmm. And then our original air date is February 22nd, 1996. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the recap. Okay. Joey and Chandler, again, continuing this like three theme of the male friendships, blah, 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 blah. So Joey gives the friends a tour of his new apartment, but Chandler is not there. Chandler is missing. 
Later that day, Chandler gives Joey a call. They have a long talk and bond over an episode of Baywatch. Joey then realizes that living alone isn't all it's cracked up to be. Before before he can tell Chandler he wants to move back in, Chandler gets a new roommate, Eddie. Mm -hmm. The next day, Joey stops by to find things have changed in the apartment. Chandler is enjoying Eddie's new eggs. They get into an argument. Joey's mad at Johnny New Eggs, as he calls him, and Chandler told him he took his eggs and left. (laughs) Turns out, though, it's too good to be true because Eddie's not a sports fan or Baywatch fan, which Chandler, you know, doesn't work with Chandler. Yeah, those are some uh those are some like non-negotiables right there. I I just love it's such an obvious take on like you break up, your yeah. partner moves on, you have to meet the new new person and like be happy the rebound for them. partner. Totally. It's so funny cuz it's just like this whole take on it. It's it's super obvious, which I love. I like that it's not it's very like tongue in cheek. So yeah, it's funny because it's just like there is that period where you have you're excited, your new roommates are it's so fun, and then it's like the honeymoon is over. You're annoying. Fuck, I'm stuck with you for a year. <laughs> yeah, and then I love how Joey asks how they met, and it's like, oh, we met in the because it's like a typical way for people to meet is in the grocery store, and yeah. it's like, oh, he helped me pick out some chorizo. I know. Okay. Um, Joey's new apartment. Let's talk about that. Yes. He decorates it with a shit ton of tacky furniture and art. It's It's just so bad. A guy's first apartment, like he has too much money, doesn't know what to do with. And it just like terrible. Absolutely no taste, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the phone by the toilet. I always, this part always annoyed me of like Ross and Rachel giving Joey or excuse me, Chandler advice of like, he's moved on. He's happy. I know. Like they could not have had it more wrong. I know, but he does appear happy when they go there. So, and there wouldn't be that like tug and pull if they were like, go for it. You know, then it, there wouldn't be a story. I just think it's like, yeah, I just, they should have championed it more. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe they were just trying to be comforting. Didn't want to get his hopes up. <laughs> um, okay. You've seen Runaway Bride, right? Oh, hell yeah. So whenever I watch this episode, I always think about Runaway Bride because really? do you remember in Runaway Bride where she basically like and says yes to all these men because she doesn't know who she is. And it's and the eggs. It's the eggs, the big pieces. He's like, you don't even know what eggs you like. Cause she just would like the same eggs that her husband or her fiance would like. Yes. And so this is like, Joey's like, nobody likes the same two eggs at this, you know, like nobody's favorite eggs are everything, right? You either love them poached, you either love them scrambled, you either love them like easy side up, easy, whatever, easy up. (laughs) And so thank you (laughs) over easy, over easy, easy side up, (laughs) but no one likes two eggs the same. And so it reminds me of the runaway bride because like she had to find out who she is and really understand which eggs she truly liked. Oh my God. I love that connection because that is one of my favorite parts of that whole movie is it's when good. she's like, she makes all of these eggs and they're all out on her counter and she just tries them all. Yeah. I just loved it. Oh, that's fun. I like that connection. Last thing about this storyline, Yasmin Bleeth. <laughs> Yasmin Bleeth. I had no idea who Yasmin Bleeth was. No, I didn't either. And I didn't know how to say it. Like I didn't know how they were saying it. So it was fun. Cause to see. Chandler's like, like Yasmin Bleeth. Yeah. So you're like, is it Bleeth? Is it Bleeth? Is it, it's, B-L-E-E-T-H. But she's gorgeous. She's Chandler's favorite. Oh, yeah. We will talk about that more. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Phoebe. Bye-bye. I like to say her name weird now. <laughs> so Phoebe meets a producer who wants to do a demo of Smelly Cla- uh, Scat plus do a music video. And if that goes well, an album. 
Phoebe does a recording session. She shows the video to the group and then they realize the friends realize that they've recorded over Phoebe's voice. Oh my God. But Phoebe has no clue. She's like, Oh, that's what I sound like. Like, Oh my God. I, I love that whole part when she comes in and it's like, I have big news. And then the friends are like, Oh, and then she's like, wait, 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 but there's more. And she's like, Jesus guys. And then finally they're like silent and she's like, okay, that's it. Like, it's just, it's just like, it's your own fault, Phoebe. You can't, you can't end things excitedly. No, not at all. Actually, that is one of my favorite bloopers of this season is like, she comes in and she's like with her hands and she's like this like little recording studio. And then she's like, Jesus. And like, (laughs) it's a little too crazy. So that, that blooper is really fun. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so they all they all realize that Phoebe's voice has been recorded over, but Phoebe has no clue. The record company sends over a release for someone to sing for her. Phoebe realizes it wasn't her singing in the video and feels bad for the woman because she's just like smelling cat, a musician who no one wants. They just want to use her voice, but not her face. I know, which is so funny. Like it's it's also so Phoebe to like be thinking of the woman instead of herself. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. just, it's really funny. But I, I do love how Phoebe like is not modest about her accomplishment. No. Like, especially as women, we're always taught to like downplay our accomplishments and be like, Oh, thank you. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that big deal. It was a team be effort, humble. blah, 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 blah. Be humble. Yeah. Which I think Taylor Swift gets a lot of flack for. And it's like, no, be proud of your accomplishment. Like don't be modest. No, because I think women get, I saw something the other day. It was like the difference between being aggressive and assertive is your gender. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Like, you know, it's crap. But I like to think that we'll change that. And I think you're right. I think that Phoebe was like, I see something great in myself and I'm going to say it. I love that. Mm -hmm. I do. I think that's another reason I like Phoebe. She's just so brutally honest about whatever she thinks. Yeah. She's like, if you guys don't like the video, who cares? None of you ever made a music video. (laughs) None of you have a video. So true. Like like, shut up. Yeah. Get over it. Oh man. I thought for a minute that the woman's voice who's saying over, I was like, God, that really sounds like Stevie Nicks. And I was like, how ironic would it be? Because she's guest stars later in the series. And Stevie Nicks does. Yeah. What episode? What? Uh, God, I can't think of the episode, but it's her friend who left her to sing jingles. That's not... Oh, no. Her friend that left her to sing jingles is the person that plays... Um, she plays Tommy on the Rugrats. Shut up. Yeah, Stevie that- Nicks, she might be in the... No. No. Wow. Did I always think that that was, I think I have always thought that that was Stevie Nicks. Jesus Christ. I mean, wow. Yeah. I don't think that Stevie Nicks has ever been in friends. I think I owe Stevie a huge apology and I love Stevie. I I love Fleetwood Mac. So I'm like very ashamed of myself right now. Wow. Yeah. So Phoebe's friend who writes jingles is, um, Elizabeth Daly. It is her then. That so who plays that, who who voices Tommy? Yeah. So the woman who sings over Phoebe in the video is Elizabeth Daly. So, oh, okay. so it is the same woman. So it's the same woman you just thought. I just it was thought it was Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Wow. Oh man. Well, you learn something new every day. Every day. Also, I love the Rugrats. So oh, yeah. So hard. Yeah. So I love that. Also ashamed of myself, but it's fine. I will go. Don't be ashamed. I will apologize to Fleetwood Mac. I still. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were ashamed about loving Rugrats. Oh, yeah. You should probably apologize to Stevie Nicks. 
I will never. Uh, my sister sent me something the other day. It was like uh, basically like the whole lineup of like the shows in the 90s. And it was like, oh, yeah. Hey, Arnold, Rugrats, Cat Dog, Recess, hey, All Real Monsters, Recess, like all of these shows. And I was like, God, I loved all of these shows. I was mm -hmm. like, I'd sit here and watch them all again. I would, too. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'd throw SpongeBob in there, too. I like SpongeBob. SpongeBob was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> He was a good one. The only one that I really could never get on with was uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was a little weird. A little too weird for me. I liked Cat Dog. Cat Dog. Dexter's Laboratory. Um, Angry Beavers. Was oh, fucking hilarious. Angry Beavers. Um, Arthur. Oh, I liked Arthur. I would watch Arthur every day before I went to school. Yeah, At like 6 a.m. Yep. Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus. Um, What's the one where they are in like venice beach and their oh, rocket power rocket power that one's really good what else rocket power is good um angry beavers fairly odd parents oh fairly odd parents was good sometimes these show i'll turn on my tv and we have like the free tv that before we go to like our apps and like it's either fairly odd parents or spongebob or some weird show but it's so funny i'm like always tempted to just sit and watch that's so funny. Maybe we should. We should just have like a 90s day. I love it. Um, okay. Last storyline, Ross, Rachel, Monica. Yeah, this is my least favorite one. It's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now that Ross and Rachel are together, that <laughs> Ross is constantly at Rachel and Monica's apartment, much to Monica's dismay. He takes way too long in the bathroom. He teases Monica, hugs the phone, hugs the TV. They continue to argue that drives Rachel crazy. Ross thinks they're just having fun like they were when they were kids. But Ross says, but Monica says she hated it, him when they were kids. And then he's just going to have to stop pissing her off. Okay. I have a brother sister question because I have a sister. Yeah. Now it's different because you're the oldest mm -hmm. and Monica's not. But. Was this dynamic the same for you and Robert? It's similar. Yeah. I mean, not now as adults, but yeah. like, yeah, they're definitely bringing back like the brother sister dynamic. Like yeah. that's very accurate of like what it's like to have a brother. Yeah. When you're younger, for so, sure. So I mean, I didn't hate my brother. No. Thank God. <laughs> I, I also don't think my brother was on the level of Ross because my brother didn't always have to be right in that sort of sense. Ugh, I hate that about Ross. He will, you know. God. But um, but it's very similar. Oh, interesting. It is very similar. Could you I think they got that accurate? Could you imagine, like, let's say that Robert was still dating his now wife and you guys roomed together? I mean, there were parts of like when we when Graham I dated Graham and um he and Robert were still in the same house. They were all in the same house with three three other guys in Fort Collins. Like Allison would be there, Robert would be there, me, Graham, like it was a full fucking house. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It could it could have gone that way. You could have been the Monica. I mean, we just kind of got over that though. Like the fact that like Ross can't get over that and like I respect just, their space. Like, ugh. I have problems too with this. Why would you be hanging out so much at Rachel and Monica's when you have your own apartment mm -hmm. with no roommates, like privacy, you know, new couple. They probably just want to be all over each other all the time. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you over there? I mean, I get it. It's a show. So like also, reality. I mean, they're, they're, they're Monica and Rachel's apartment. It's nicer. It is much nicer. It is much bigger. 
And, and I, there is probably a part of Ross that like is excited to be hanging out with Monica because they obviously have a good relationship. Yeah. So I think there is a part that he's excited. Like I love hanging out with my brother. Yeah. I would never do this to him. <laughs> good God. No. But then the guys are also right there. So, okay. I answered my own question. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's, um, it's just Monica's definitely getting the brunt of it. And like, Oh, at the end, I didn't catch this, but like Graham was watching with me and he's like, do you think that Ross like just manipulated his way to manipulated to getting his way in the end? Cause they're what they watched the Serengeti thing. I don't think so. But I, I had a lot of thoughts on that whole ending thing too, because I think I just what, hate that he gets his way. I do too. That's I, the sister in me of just like, fuck you. I know. I, I had that same thought of just like, screw you dude like she was just trying to be nice she was trying to be kind and what she really wanted to hear was like no I'm happy to do what you want to do yeah and instead he's like nah, I'm gonna take the opportunity you give me a door I'm gonna open door I'm gonna walk through it yeah so I don't know that he manipulated but he took the opportunity yeah Ross couldn't couldn't do it Ugh. yuck <laughs> so all right we'll take a quick break and then we get back we have some some notes about Eddie some teens. Ed, Ed and Eddie, that was a good one too. Oh my God, it never <laughs> ends. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Okay, we back. We are back. Let's we- talk about Eddie. Okay, so last week I was, we were spitballing about Eddie because we knew he was coming up. And I was like, oh yeah, isn't his name Zach something with a B? <laughs> so it's not, but I know who I got him. Conf- Zach Braff. I'm thinking of Zachary Quinto. Who the hell is that? So he plays, I think his name is Cyrus or Silas or something in Heroes. And you'll see, he looks a lot oh, like him. Oh, yeah. It's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows it's the and the hair. black hair and the eyebrows. Yes. it's the Yeah, he looks so much like him. But mm-hmm. the, the real actor who plays Eddie is Adam Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Now, Adam has been in a lot. He's kind of like the Steve Zahn of like film and TV where he's just been in so much and you like recognize him, but you can never remember his name. I forgot he's in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. He actually is really funny in that. So funny in that. I love, I love him in that, but he's also in like Saving Private Ryan, A Beautiful Mind. He's also a filmmaker. So I think he's done a lot of stuff behind the camera. Um, but right now he's actually the co-star alongside Queen Latifah in the equalizer on CBS, I guess. Oh, I don't watch regular TV anymore. I, no, I just I don't do cable stream. So, um, but apparently it's a, it's a good show. It's kind of like a take on like the nineties. Like isn't Queen Latifah the equalizer? She is the equalizer. Okay. And I think the equalizer was a movie or was it yeah. originally show? And so I think it was a movie. It's like an, it's like a new take, a modern take on the movie. Okay. So. Cool. But yes, so that is Adam Goldberg, our Eddie. He was also in a recent Will and Grace episode I just watched. I think I said that last week too, but he's, I I love him. I think he's funny. I think he also appears on Joey. Um, the, he? Yeah. the spinoff. The spinoff. <laughs> the spinoff that should never have been. No, stupid. It was terrible, but I love them for trying. Yeah. So speaking of Joey and his horribly decorated apartment, um, this is the first appearance of Pat the dog. So funny. What? We don't know it's Pat the dog yet though, right? It's just this ceramic dog. Yeah. I don't think we, the only time we find out about that it's Pat the dog oh, is the yeah. one that could have been. Because Rachel's like, what's, he's like, Pat, what's, what's his name, Pat? And it's Pat the dog. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay. So Pat, 
like follows them through the whole series. We yeah. see Pat all the way to the very end, the very last episode. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so Joey says Chandler's in love with Yasmin Bleeth. Mm-hmm. And then I guess Matthew Perry actually dated her. That's kind of crazy. In 96. Of course he dated everyone. Of course he did because he jumps from relationship to relationship, Yasmin right? Bleeth. Yasmin Bleeth. Um, so her television roles include Caroline Holden on Baywatch, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Finelli on Ryan's Hope. I have never heard, heard of it. I've heard of Ryan's Hope, but I don't know it. Hmm. Um, or maybe I'm thinking of Hope Floats. I'm thinking of Hope Floats. Oh, oh right. Yeah. I've heard of that. And then Leanne Demarest on One Life to Live. So a soap. Oh, soapy. Yeah. So we got a soapy. So that's kind of funny. A little connection there. Okay. Yeah. How old is Yasmin Bleeth now? Um, I would, my guess is she's probably around Matthew Perry's age. So she's 55, 55. There you go. She looks very different. Yeah. <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> it's my face. Yes. She, uh, I know I could see Tiana's face and I was like, yeah, I know what you're looking at. She actually left, um, acting and like kind of the Hollywood world in 2003. Oh, good for so, her. Yeah. She's kind of been out of it for a while. I think the last time anybody saw her, like they have something on her is like 2020, so okay. there's really, she's kind of been out of the public eye. I don't really know what she does now, but good for her. Maybe she just loves her life. Maybe like a Josh Hartnett situation. Who, what What about Josh Hartnett? Um, you know who Josh Hartnett is, right? From I do. Let me just look at his face. Yes. Pearl Harbor. Mm. Yeah. God. Sexy man. He left Hollywood completely when I don't know if it went back to his hometown, but he went back to a small town and like married a total regular person, total regular gal. They have kids and he's like, just, normie. he's a total normie. Like left it, left the world and was just like, it's not for me. Oh, so it looks like, um, he was in Oppenheimer. Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. Shut up. So he came back. It's he's yeah. Back. This headline says, with uh, Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer, Josh Hartnett's acting career has come full circle given how he had worked on a similar movie 22 years ago. <gasps> what? Okay. He portrays Ernest Lawrence in Oppenheimer. Oh my gosh, he came back. Now I'm not eating my words, but I'm so excited because I love Josh Hartnett. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen Oppenheimer. N- me neither. And I actually really want to. I do too. I saw Barbie, but I didn't see Oppenheimer for I the Barbenheimer weekend. <laughs> for the Barbenheimer. Uh Okay, so probably one of the funnest things of this background research, Lisa Kudrow, our Febe, has actually been in a music video before. She was in Ice Cube's video for True to the Game off of his 91 album, Death Certificate. All right. (laughs) I I like cannot. Go Lisa Kudrow. I could not picture her in this, and I really think I need to look it up. Um, But in the video, Lisa Kudrow uh, played the girlfriend of a guy who Cube kidnaps. Okay. So there's that. Probably a questionable fellow. Yes. He's getting kidnapped. And now I'm going to go back and rewatch it because that sounds awesome. That was like back in the days when like MTV played music videos. Oh God. Yeah. Those are good. But wasn't Courtney Cox also in a music video? That sounds right. I think she was. I couldn't tell you which one. Um, I want to say not Bruce Springsteen. Isn't I think that's how she was discovered was a Bruce Springsteen concert. Was it? Yeah, um, she like got pulled up on stage. Bruce Springsteen music video. That's, oh, there you go. That's what it was. Yep. All right. He is the man, that Bruce. The man. 
Okay, so I need to, I need, I don't know who my, should get my mug. That, that's where, like, my, my friend of me was so easy this week. Ross. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, you're not kids anymore. It's time to grow up. Like. Also, what are you doing in the bathroom for an hour? Oh, my God. That, that irritated me. I was just like, even if it's not your sister, it's your girlfriend who needs to get into the bathroom, too. When a dude takes longer than you do to get ready, it's a real big problem. Yeah, that's a red flag for me. Sorry. I, I don't I don't like it. No. So yeah, it's not a hard hard selection is Ross. Um but yeah, my mug. I don't know. I go back and forth because Chandler's moved on and he's like trying to take his friend's advice. But then Joey comes to this realization too. But then you also have like Monica who comes around and has a tough conversation with her brother. Mhm. I was going between Monica because she like told Ross how it fucking is. I, yeah. And then Phoebe, because Phoebe is just so sh- like celebration, celebrating her accomplishments, you know? Ooh, I like that. I think, I, I think I'm going to go with Monica. I think I'm going to go with Monica only because the fact that Phoebe doesn't know what she sounds like outside of her head <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah. It's a little bit like you really think you sound that good outside of your own head. Come on. Yeah. Love you, mean it. Um, but yeah, Monica, that is a tough conversation to have and just be like, hey, this is how you make me feel. It's a very adult conversation. So she's taken the wheels of being the adult in their mm-hmm. sibling relationship. So yeah, I I, I agree. And standing up for like her territory. Yeah. Also the fact that Ross is behaving like that in someone else's home. Yes. Like, okay, if it's your house, you know what? You could probably do pretty much whatever you want to do and it's your house. They can leave. But to be acting that way in somebody else's home. It's just weird. And like you didn't act like this before, dude. Like now all of a sudden you're dating Rachel and it's like, oh, I'm king of the castle. Like, no. That's yeah. That's kind of how it like hogging the phone, the TV. Like, oh, my God. I would be so annoyed. Having dinosaur arguments on the phone. Although I will say the prank he played on her was really funny. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. The one with like, oh, yeah. And I didn't know watching this, like what a diaphragm was. Oh, really? I had to Google it. I was like, oh, do you want to know why I know what a diaphragm is? Why do you know what a diaphragm is? From, um, oh, my gosh, Look Who's Talking, the movie. With the babies. Mm-hmm, where the it's Bruce Willis's voice mm-hmm. for Mikey. And it's uh, John Travolta and Christy Alley. Such a good movie, but in the very beginning, it's all like the sperm talking as they like go through like the birth canal or whatever. And you see, (laughs) you see them come up to the diaphragm because I didn't know as a kid what that was. But as I watched as an adult, I was like, what is that? And you see them get through. It's funny. Oh, yeah. The diaphragm. Yeah. Um, Next one, the one word, or I'm skipping ahead. We got to rake this bitch. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, meh, like, it doesn't deserve a rating. Oopsies. Let's move on. I give this a solid three. Okay. Like it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing terrible. It's just, it's right on point. I gave it a two. You would. I just, you know, there was really nothing special about it. Yeah. But oh, no, but there is. Not really. I'm really not into the whole like smelly cat thing. No. Like I'm really not in like 
Ross acting a fool at Monica and Rachel's house is just enraging because it's just like so rude and disrespectful. And like, I'm not really thrilled about like Eddie coming in. This is true. There's no really great quotes. There's no really great fashions. It's just like, oh man, it's okay. not my favorite. You're right. I give this, you know what? You're right. If, if, if I'm ever going to give a subpar like rating, this one would be it. It's, it's like fine. And like, you know what? Michael Lembeck and Adam, what's your face? Chase. Chase. I don't think I like your episodes. No, they're, they're filler. Well, Lembeck did last week and I gave it a four. That's true. But I think it's, yeah, this one was just, it, it's subpar. It's like, I could not for the life of me think about what was in this episode other than the, like, Eddie. So I think I thought this episode was our next episode. So to me, this is like such a dehydrates fruit. Yes. Yeah. This is such a filler episode. Yeah. And I think that that's why. Yeah. It's not like a flashback episode where they just shit, like not the flashback episodes of like true new flashbacks, but just the flashbacks when they just like flashback to previous episodes. Yeah. Those are terrible. Mm -hmm. But like, this was just like total filler. Yeah. I agree. We didn't I, see Richard. No. We didn't have any like guest stars. No really. no great guest stars. Nothing really Yeah, it's it's really the Joey Chandler stuff in which I feel like we cut yeah. Yeah. It's a setup episode until it, next time. Thank you. It's a very good setup episode. Mm-hmm. Next one, like I was going, the one where Dr. Drake Ramore dies. Oh, so good. That one is good. Yes. That one's isn't that one where Richard and Ross are staying at the apartment and they have, I don't want to like get to a head, but is that where I'm thinking about? It might be. I don't know for sure. And Joey does the interview. Yes. This is, this is why Dr. Draco Mori dies is the interview. So okay. I'm excited. We'll get there. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening to the pivot podcast. You can rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to follow along on Instagram at the pivot pod. Email us at don't take my wind at gmail.com question, comments, concerns, whatever the hell you want. We'll talk to you later. Bye.